0: Hello
1: and welcome into episode twelve of the Fourth and Windy's podcast with Mark and Rob. Afternoon, evening, Rob.
0: Good afternoon, evening, Mark. Um, yeah, it's been a while. I've just twenty third of September was the last time we did this. So
1: yes, we've. Um, yeah. I'd, li- I'd like to say something really exciting or something has been going on, but um, I don't know about you, but nothing really exciting <sighs> is happening for me. Um,
0: just we've, life. We've,
1: yeah, exactly. Life just kind of got in the way, hasn't it? And we've um we've just been struggling to find some time to kind of do this when it's fit us both in. So um we're back. We're gonna try and make a concerted effort to keep keep with it as best we can moving forward, but um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um we um previously we were trying to have sort of a set format weren't we in kind of reviewing last week's games and previewing games coming up things like that but obviously we've not done anything since week two so we're going to do it slightly differently today and we're going to have a bit of a um a kind of a season recap if you like now we're sat here at the end of week 10 and have a few have a bit of a chat around um the season so far good surprises the things that have been good bad indifferent whatever that may be and just have a general kind of chat really then we're going to move on and just have a reset of our power rankings at this point kind of compare to what we said at the beginning of the season see what that looks like and then also we'll just kind of revisit the early season predictions and see how wrong we were from just a mere 10 weeks ago um and that'll probably do it for today unless um, we might come up with a whinge of the week at the end i think rob might have one um brewing there to talk about. Tension.
0: I have one burning one.
1: <laughs> so um, so that's what we're going to do today so um, let's get started I guess. Um, the season so far, what, what are your thoughts, what are your initial thoughts or, um, on, on what you've seen through 10 weeks?
0: <laughs> I mean any given Sunday really. Um, <laughs> how I know it's unpredictable at the best of times but there's just been some some crazy results week to week but some you know some teams that we didn't think could do so well that are right up there so you know arizona cardinals i think have been incredible there have been some teams that we thought would, would do a lot better that are you know sort of way way lower down um in the rankings it's you know you've got the jags beating the bills the other week nine six and sort of replay of the 2017 um uh, wildcard game uh washington beating tampa bay last week There's there's been so many shocks and upsets. Um, I think that's been my main takeaway from this season is it's just the NFL is as unpredictable as ever. Miami beating Baltimore last week. I thoroughly expect the Falcons to absolutely crush the Patriots this evening. Um, <laughs> it's just you, you cannot get rid all of my accumulators have gone uh, have gone wrong. Uh, I don't think I've won any money off any um, any accumulators <laughs> face of the NFL this year. Um, but it's great. It's what we want. If you look at I think in the NFC, um, 15 of the 16 teams can still make the playoffs, um, obviously with the exception of the Detroit Lions. Um, I think that's right. Uh, and it, it just shows how 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 tight everything is, really. Um, there's going to be some big teams that miss the playoffs. Um, I, yeah, it, it's fascinating. Honestly, can't predict where it's going to go week to week. Um, no. And you know, that is reflected in the performance of my fantasy team this season, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, my for me, um, I think in, in in the past few years, I, I think it's safe to say that the strength of the, NHL, of the NHL, NFL has been in the AFC, and I think the majority of the really good teams yeah. have been on the AFC side. But I think you you're starting to maybe see that move over to to the NFC. Certainly in terms of the more consistently good teams, um. That's been my kind of biggest takeaway, I think, and and I think that's what that's done to the AFC is it's made it a lot more interesting. In that, yeah, I genuinely couldn't. I, I have no idea who's going to come out of the AFC, um, you know, to get to the Super Bowl at this stage. It's crazy, and a part of that, part of that, obviously, is because the Kansas City Chiefs have regressed quite a bit on offense, and I think what that's done is it's brought them back to the pack, if you like. And then you yeah. see teams like you said, who we wouldn't necessarily be um, have expected to be doing as well, like Tennessee leading the AFC, number one ranked team. Probably all, they're not far away now from getting that number one seed locked up because they have all, they have a few of the wild uh, the wild cards, wild cards, a few of the um, what's the word tiebreakers um having you know, of some of teams that they've beat so it, it, it's really interesting cincinnati looked really good for a pint point until they kind of seem to have dropped off a cliff the last couple of weeks it, it's crazy I Got um, Mike yeah, yeah exactly um so yeah it's it's been um it's been crazy like you say and on the betting front yeah i'm with you 100 percent the first couple of weeks i made a tiny bit of money and since then i've made absolutely nothing um despite a wide variety of types of bets, I thought I'm giving up on the results here because I can't predict a result. So I started doing handicap results and overs and unders and all this. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm no money. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty crazy. Um, but I think, I think personally, I I would certainly prefer it this way than, than it being, you know, two or three teams Absolutely. Th- that, that kind of run away with it. It's, it's not really the way the NFL works, is it at all? But, um what are your kind of thoughts on on arizona because i think both of us coming into the season were like you know cliff kingsbury's on his last legs um arizona have not yeah. impressed blah 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 and then f- obviously they were the last unbeaten team i think weren't they and um yeah. until Kyler got injured they were looking really good
0: yeah i mean incredibly impressed they eight and two um as you said, kyler has been injured, but I think, um, we're finally seeing that sort of maybe the air raid offense that Kingsbury wanted to him when he's coming out of college. Um, they've got, I think James Connor has been incredible for this season. He's the, I think he's the NFL touchdown leader. I think he's got 11. Um, you've got chase Edmonds. who has been a good fall for him in the, in the backfield as well. So you've got their running, you've got Kyler's running ability. Um, I think bringing in AJ Green while he's missed a couple of games and, um, not necessarily been huge for them. I just think he's another big bodied target. It takes a bit of the pressure off Nuke Hopkins as well to sort of take that away a little bit and just gives them a different option. Um defensively I think they've been very good. Um mm. yeah, what were they? Yeah, they were seven and oh weren't they in the now eight and two. But within that time they've been able to they've had the luxury kind of of sitting Kyler and of sitting um Uh, Murray as well. So previously, they'd have, um, last year certainly they they kept Murray out in the field when he wasn't 100% fit. Um, you know, they ended up starting Chris Streveller at one point, which (laughs) didn't go incredibly well for them. Um, but they're doing the right thing. You know, it's prudent to keep Murray and Hopkins out. If they're not right this week, I would keep them out again. They've built up that cushion now that's enabled them to to do that. So yeah, very, very impressed. I I know Sunday, what they lost 34 10 to the Panthers, which, which wasn't great, but. They were starting colt mccoy so i think we can we can forgive them that
1: yeah I, I i was quite surprised that they got like i said beaten by as much as they did which potentially yeah. is a worrying sign for them but but um certainly they've been they've been really impressive so far um I'll say for tennessee for me i'm i'm not as positive about that i said look right to me it doesn't seem like it's a genuinely good team if you see what I mean you know when I watch them I'm thinking how are they beating all these teams because offensively they've been quite poor especially since since um, Henry got injured of course and and I I just don't know how they're going to go on and beat some of the good teams now with no running game Um, defensively they're quite good um, and they do still look strong but I I mean I'd fancy the chances of the Chiefs playing them at this point. Um, If I'm being honest, you know, I wouldn't be scared of them too much in the playoffs. So I'm not convinced they're for real necessarily. Um, But um, I still think, I think he's done a really good job. um, um, Oh,
0: definitely.
1: The coach. And and I think, um, you know, I have been impressed with him to date. Um, What about some people that have kind of not been what you've expected? I know for me, there's two that stand out, really. So...
0: I'll let you handle the Chiefs if you wanted to. Um I think probably um Washington yeah. Um I know you and I were sort of quite excited about them in are fortunate with um Fitzpatrick's injury. I think he would have been a a definite upgrade on Taylor Heineke for them. And it, it sounds like he's um he's still not gonna not going to return this season at all, Fitzpatrick. Um, I think he was he did he have an MRI last week and he's still on crutches. Um, I think specifically their defense, though. If we look at that, they were one of you know yeah. one of the best defenses in the NFL last season, and I think they're 29th or something this season. Um, Chase Young's torn his ACL; he's out now. But prior to that, he'd done very very little. Uh, Montez Sweat hasn't been as as dominant again at all, and I think that's what you know, we're hoping they'd have that strong defense to sort of keep them in games. And then on offense, you'd have Fitzpatrick, you'd have Antonio Gibson, you'd have Terry McLaurin. Um, you know, Curtis Samuel thought was a good addition in the off season. He's just been injured, which is kind of classic Curtis Samuel really. But yeah, just with some of the moves they made, always liked Ron Rivera. He seems to become, um, he's not really Riverboat Rod anymore. He used to just roll the dice all the time and he's, he's gone back into his shell. Um, no, I mean the the win against Tampa Bay the weekend was incredible, and um, hopefully that's a sign of things to come. But I think they've been one of my one of my major disappointments.
1: Yeah, definitely share all those thoughts. I think uh, I think in the at the beginning of the season I was there predicting Monte Sweat for um, Defensive Player of the Year, wasn't yes. I? On the basis right. that you know Chase Young was going to get all the attention and how good he was was going to free yeah. Sweat up, and it just hasn't materialized on that side of the ball at all. And then obviously losing Fitzpatrick yeah. early up until this last week, Heinicke's looked like, you know, he, sh- he doesn't belong at this level. Um, and so they've really, really struggled. Um, so, yeah, they've been a massive, a massive letdown. Um, another one for me until last week um, was the 49ers. Uh, you know, they're two, what is it, two seasons removed from from a Super Bowl, yeah. loss to the Chiefs and yes the chiefs chiefs we can get onto them briefly in a second but you know they've they've regressed a little bit this year but but the 49ers um you know are really struggling for some reason and i don't quite get it last year obviously they had a they seemed to be riddled with injuries and um yeah you know and they've had a little bit of that this year but not not in the same degree and not to the point where they should be um you know losing some of the games that they've lost this season and they've looked they've looked poor at times i think um, so they've really surprised me but obviously they um one of the best teams um in the league in the rams last week so um it just shows that you just you just don't know week to week do you it's such a week to week league um it's kind of crazy surprising. um but yeah no i'm interested in your thoughts. again i have my own opinions being a fan but but what what are what are your thoughts so far and what what you know, how do you feel?
0: It Was that on the Chiefs? It just briefly came out for me. Yeah, I think I'm probably higher on the Chiefs than you are at this point. I think I was higher earlier in the season when they were messing up. Um, it, I always had faith that they would figure it out, and they've had some very bad games. They've had they've had some poor luck, um, but I think as we've sort of had discussions of. You know, I'd said some of the interceptions about stuff people's helmets, or they got off people's hands, and they'd had a lot of interceptions like that. But totally taking your point that Mahomes is throwing off target, and he's he's kind of created some of those as well for himself. I think he's felt under pressure to try and do, try and do too much. There was a couple of times I've seen him throw no look passes, and it, you know it's been intercepted or it's gone nowhere. Like, what are you doing? Just yeah. just go back to what you know. Don't you don't have to make a splash play. You don't have to yeah. run it all the time. Um, I think they've been put under pressure because of their. Uh, defensively, been very poor. Um, uh, desperate. Dan has been absolutely desperate at times. I say not to pick on him, but I clearly just have. Um, I think weirdly or perversely, the, the offensive line has probably been one of your one of your strengths. You see. Creed Humphrey, I think, was a, a fantastic pick um, at centre. Um, so I think it was either third in the third round. Did you take him third or fourth? Um, yeah, third or fourth. Um, I think. Yeah. He's been fantastic. Um, I think yeah, I think offensive line play has been mm. been fine. Um it, it's, it's I don't know, it's honestly a, a bit of a strange one. And um it reminds me of Super winning season. Um I think were you you were seven and three or something after ten weeks, uh, but Mahomes had been injured, Matt Moore had come in and started a few games and then Mahomes came back and you figured it out. And I absolutely think you will you will You'll figure out again. I mean, you know, 41 17 against the Raiders. All right. They've had their own, they've had a lot of issues, but they've been a good team. They've, you know, their pass rush has been good. They've been playing well offensively and to to shut them down like that and beat up on them almost. Um, well, I think Mahomes had 35 completions on 50 attempts for 406 yards, five touchdowns, no turnovers. And it just, you just wore them into the ground. You know, Tyreek Kearley sort of doing a lot of, um, sort of shorter yardage ones to Tyrick Hill, getting him open. Travis Kelsey had a great game. Um, yeah, I think what you caught out in the off as well about lacking a solid number two is definitely still there. Um, but I, I just believe that that you'll figure out. And oh, also Nick Bolton, I think, has, has been quite good for you. But your linebacker usage confuses the hell out of me. Nobody seems to play more than about 50% of the snaps. So uh, you keep running out... Um, it's called Niederman. Uh, um, is it that you pronounce it? I forget what it's. Uh, ben Neiman,
1: I think it is. Neiman. Not ben
0: Neederman. Neiman. Yeah. Neiman. Um, you know, Willie gay, I think probably that's a okay when he's been on the pitch, but just probably playing about a third of the snaps. Nick Ballman. Yeah, still. Getting I think it. are... it's all a bit confused.
1: What it is with the linebackers, I think, is I don't think we've got anybody that's kind of got the all-round skill uh, skill to play that position. So I think you've got people, none of them are particularly good in coverage. So I think because of that, they kind of rotate them around and use, like, that's why Sorensen plays quite a bit more than probably he should do, because they kind of bring him down to play a bit of linebacker because he's obviously a safety. So he's got that better coverage skill, in theory. Um, So... So I think that's probably where the rotation thing comes from, from with the with the with the linebackers. But yeah, I'd like to see them look to try and stick more to Bolton and Willie Gay because those are the two young players yeah, that, that in theory um, have got room to grow. And you know, I'm not a big fan of of Hitchins and um, and and yeah, and Ben Neiman is neither here nor there. He probably shouldn't even be an NFL player. Um, so so I think you know Willie Gay and. Uh, and um, and Bolton are definitely the the players that should be playing. And um, yeah, no, I, th- I share a lot of your your thoughts. Really, I think I, I'm not as Im- I wasn't as impressed with the with the Raiders win as others. I think some people have been quick to jump back on jump on the bandwagon and say, right, they're back. You know, we're back, no problem, on we go. But I think we got it was a good game for Mahomes in the sense of he got lucky on a few throws. There he could quite easily have turned the ball over twice. Um
0: But that's kind of Mahomes, isn't it? Not that he's a of but he he makes some. You kind of got, to <sighs> he's kind got of those big of, plays, back... does not he? In this, you've
1: got to kind of take. Tech... But but I, but all I'm all I'm saying is that I don't think that that one game, because I've listened to a lot of podcasts, yeah. as you know, and one of them that I listen to is a, is a Chiefs based podcast, and and they were basically saying on the back of the Green Bay game that final pass, probably his best pass of the season. To get that first down to ice the game against green bay to tyreek hill and it's like mahomes to hill you know he's back that'll be the one throw we'll kick into gear against the raiders and everything will be sweet and fantastic um and then obviously we go on to kind of beat them quite heavily and so that's the narrative that everybody's jumped on and and i'm not convinced it's quite there and i think this weekend's going to be a massive test um it would not surprise me if we smashed the cowboys and it wouldn't surprise me if they smashed us um, what i'm not expecting is a close game i think it will go one way or the other um so we'll we'll see how that kind of works but um what what about the jags if you if you want to speak of them do you want to speak about the jags
0: <laughs> i mean yeah I'm, I'm fine speaking about the jags um but they're not particularly interesting that's the only problem um i've been in, been encouraged the past few weeks um so obviously the defence has started playing Lights out. I thoroughly enjoyed Josh, Al- Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen and Josh Allen getting an interception off Josh Allen and Josh Allen recovering a Josh Allen fumble. So that it was, was it was amazing. you.
1: It was you that was blowing
0: up the internet
1: that day. Then <laughs>
0: <laughs> everything I've
1: was Josh Allen.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Absolutely incredible. Um, you know, so defensively we started playing better. It's deeply, deeply concerning that our. Wr one is a punt returner that up until this season had never played wide receiver and you know played a few snaps at running back. To be fair to Jamal Agnew, when he's got hold of the ball, he's been incredible. But at the weekend, there was so many drops. I thought Lawrence probably had his best game of the season at the weekend. Most of his throws were on point. He was you know he was active, he was moving in the pocket, he was making the right decisions. But he was there was so many you know Jones was dropping it. Chenault has been a Absolute non-factor this season. Obviously, DJ Chark went down early doors, so he's had he's had very little assistance. We're playing. We're paying Cam Robinson on the franchise tag. I mean, I understand why we did it because we had the salary cap space, and there wasn't a lot of help at you know at tackle and things. But dear God, you know we need to be looking for help in the draft next. So. I'm encouraged. I don't think we're ever going to be amazing. What I what I do like is the team are, they're playing hard for Urban Meyer. They, yeah. I, they haven't yeah. quit on him at all, uh, yeah. which was a concern. I think Meyer, I think the whole, um, you know, the, the pictures of him in the bar and everything that we saw and him having that, I think it's brought him down a rung or two. I think it's removed some of that arrogance and some of that smugness. Yeah. And he's realised he's going to have to knuckle down. He's going to actually, you know, it's he's not in the college game anymore. It's a, It's a yeah. whole different it's another level this. Um so yeah, I'm encouraged. I mean I was at, at London for the for the Miami game and that was incredible. Um that was just superb to get our first win of the season there and be behind those sticks as Matthew Wright kicked the game winner. Um I do think we made a mistake there though. That was emotional. So we cut Josh Lambeau after that game. And I think since then Matthew Wright has proven that he's, he's not an NFL kicker. It would have been incredibly harsh to cut to cut him off that game but Josh lambo has been you know, kicker in this league for a great number of years. He's been fantastic for us the past few seasons. He was great for the Chargers. So I think we'll regret that. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I think Lawrence is developing. The defence is getting better. We we massively need help at, you know, wide receiver and probably, you know, on the O-line in the secondary as well. Um, But, yeah, it's kind of what I expected this season, to be fair. Win three or four games and, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, and I think I think yeah, I think if things that have, if the results would have come in a slightly different order and haven't yeah. been the stuff with Urban Meyer, I think the picture would probably be a little bit different. Um, you know, I think losing to Houston, um, losing to um, sort of uh, the Broncos even possibly by as many yeah. as you did ten points. Some of the early games, early season games, didn't look good at all, did they? And I think no. the other thing is no. as well everyone's kind of expecting when you drafted number one, nobody ever learns when you drafted number one over the overall, no matter who you are, you know, you're, you're not a good team. To just, no, the, the team's not good, but also like what, sorry, what I was more meaning is like as a quarterback, yes, you drafted number yeah. one overall, but it's bloody hard to come into the NFL yeah. as, as a rookie. And no matter who you are, look at Peyton Manning. We all, he's Hall of Famer. He's as good yeah. as as ever been. And, his first season was diabolical. So, you know, he's gonna have those things. So there's people saying, you know, they made the wrong choice at quote, all this nonsense. It's just it's just stupid. Um, he'll be fine, you know. It's all about what you do in the off season and the draft and building on that, isn't it? You know, you get however many wins you get, you'll be picking in the top five, fine. You know go on Absolutely. and then it's what you do do after that isn't it i think just looking i was just looking briefly whilst you were talking of like just from a statistical point of view and the, the dolphins game kind of stands out really from a, a pff grading point of view is by far your kind of best team win of the season just across across the board statistically wise just like grade wise you know it wasn't a good game no i watched bits of it i didn't watch it all um but that looks, you know. But you you can kind of see from then on. You can definitely see a bit of a change, and you know you're certainly playing better. Um, so yeah, is there um, any other kind of teams you want to touch on, or anything you want to anything else you want to kind of say about the season so far?
0: I think the one thing I would like to touch upon, and this is going to be a bit a bit of an apology, I'm going to say, <laughs>
1: um,
0: Jalen Hurts. Um, Good, job. Good job. He, he looks certainly the past couple of weeks earlier on this he had that great game in week one um and then he came back down to earth a bit but i think the, the um, eagles and nick Sirianni have finally started playing to his strengths yeah so you know miles sands has gone out they started developing the run game they're giving us some really good designed runs but to be fair he's looked good in the pocket there was a player i saw on twitter that um dan Orlovsky had called out and he um he took a step back he sent some pressure um off his line so he took another step back into the pocket some pressure coming from behind him he stepped forward still progressing through all his reads eyes were downfield at no point did he look to escape and just become a runner some pressure coming from his side so he flipped the ball across to his other arm off balance he then made a cracking throw downfield to dallas goddard i think he went for 25 yards and he hit the first down and i can i can see progress in week to week and i just hope that the eagles don't go in for a Matt Corral or a Kenny Pickett or even trade for Russell Wilson because if you're going to give up three picks for Russell Wilson and Jalen Hurts you've been absolutely had there build around Hurts give him some help and then he might not be right but 2023 looks like it's going to be a better quarterback class and go that route get the plays in or you've got so you know you've got other holes on that roster you get Russell Wilson in or Aaron Rodgers in, or Deshaun Watson and it's not just going to fix it instantly. I think you've got something you can work with there. So Jalen Hurts, I'm sorry. Um, you've had a great <laughs> season so far. So keep it going. I believe yeah,
1: I, I yeah. think that's a really good shout. Um, I I wasn't a big fan um, coming in really either. Um, I think some of that was the fact that in college, he he started at, um, at Alabama and then looked good at times and then got beat out by by Tua. Um, I think it was in one of the national championships a few years ago when um, Jalen Hurts was playing, and then I think at halftime he got pulled and Tua went in and won the game for for them, from from what I remember. And then from then on, it was Tua's team and and, and Hurts went and transferred to Oklahoma. Looked really good at Oklahoma, but in that Oklahoma offence that is predominantly run with the odd pass is basically what they're trying to turn the, the Eagles offense into. Yeah, um, You know, so it did fit well with his strengths, but kind of um, trying to predict then what he was going to look like in the NFL. I was very skeptical and he didn't look good last year. Um, but as you say, I think that was because they were trying to play him as a dropback quarterback and he's never going to be that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not saying you should they should be going full on like Baltimore, Lamar Jackson offense because he's not. No. He's not the same type of running quarterback. He's not as elusive or whatever, but but it, there's there's a mixture to be had there. And like you say, they're kind of doing what they should be doing to kind of play to some of those strengths. So I I am of the same boat. I think he's he's been much better than I thought. And I definitely would take those picks that they're going to get in this year and build around him. Um, whether that's, that doesn't necessarily even need to be offensively, just build a team around him. It could be defensively. You could, because they've looked poor at times defensively. So they need a lot of help there as well. But you're right. If they just go ahead and throw three three first-round picks and go and get a, a quarterback that they'll then have to pay shitloads of money to, A, you've got no draft. B, you've got no salary cap to do anything. Russell Wilson's not taking that team to the Super Bowl. I don't care how, how good you think he is. You know, you can't even get Seattle there. can't even get Seattle out of bottom place in their division, seemingly. So, um, you know, it, it's... Yeah, so I, I think it's a good shout. Um, we were, oh, we were all and too... I think if you look at Kyler Murray as
0: well, you, you, you look at the first couple of seasons Kyler had in the you know yeah. in the in the league, he wasn't necessarily tearing it up. And I, I'm not again, he's not the same runner, in the like you've just said, he's not the same runner as Lamar, but
1: bit closer. But yeah,
0: yeah, give him a chance. That's yeah,
1: yeah. No, and I think that's a really good, a really key thing for some of the rookie quarterbacks because that was the only other thing I was going to kind of touch on, really. Um, and we'll get. I'll get to. A, we'll get to that maybe in the next episode when we when we kind of do something else that we're going to do a little feature. But um, I think people again are so quick to. We were all so high on this quarterback class. You know, it's the best quarterback class since whatever. Um, and um, people have then been quite quick to go. Ooh, well, maybe none of them are very good, and Mac Jones is the only good quarterback, and this, that, and the other. And it's like we're, we're ten games into a season. You know, um, Lawrence will come good. Exactly. Even Wilson will come good. Um I have. Um I truly believe that. Um Lance, maybe maybe not. I was never high on him, and we'll see there. Um but even even the likes. We've still, not really
0: seen him, have we?
1: No, we haven't, to be fair. Um even Fields though he started to look a bit better. It's starting to slow down for yeah. him. Um so I think um yeah. Um Okay, so if that's kind of all we wanted to talk about, there, we thought the next thing we'd do is take a look at sort of our preseason um, power rankings and see how see how they kind of stand up now and kind of revisit that. Really, so what I'll do, um, just for our purposes, is we can um, kind of um, talk about that. So, just to start with, do you want to go first, Rob? You had in preseason your top. Top five were Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, LA Rams, uh, and the Packers. Um, yeah. So where have you kind of shifted from there?
0: Um, again, I have no idea what's going on from week to week. To be perfectly honest, but um, I mean, I think Green Bay are definitely up there. Um. Matt Lafleur's done a great job. Uh, apparently, at the moment, he's the the greatest coach in NFL history just by numbers and winning percentage.
1: Really, um,
0: I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you could. You, I'd still have Green Bay in the top five. Um, I mean, you can make an argument that probably that top five is okay. Um, <laughs> I think all of them will be there or thereabouts come the end of the season. Um, I think I would have to put Tennessee in there. I know you and I were talking and I agree that they do have a bit of an asterisk next to them, but they just, they keep winning and they keep yeah. performing and they've built up that much of a cushion now that um, they're going to make the playoffs and they may even get the one seed, um, as, you, you just, know, as you've said. Um,
1: just a different way of looking at that though. Um, so so if you, if you had on a neutral field, So not a home or, you know, if it was a neutral field like a Super Bowl. um, Who's the favourite, Green Bay or or Tennessee? Uh, Green Bay. Who's the favourite, Rams or Tennessee?
0: Oh, I like this. Uh, Well, yeah, Rams. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. Tampa Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Tampa Bay. (laughs) Dallas. Um, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, definitely. Ravens. All right. Do you know what I mean?
1: Okay. Yeah, no, I do. I do. It's one thing, sort of saying, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the Titans are going to be the number one seed, but they're not. They're yeah. not at the top of my power rankings. They're, they're not. Do you know what I mean? Because I just don't yeah. see how they. I don't understand some of their results. I think is the way I'm thinking about it. Oh, I, I totally I agree. I don't see that it's real. Um, yeah. You know, whereas, like, yeah, I, I agree in all of those things on a neutral field, they're not the favourites to any of those teams in my mind. Um, and that's they kind of why.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't they know, but that's yeah, kind of right. why I'm okay with my top five being the way it is because I think those teams probably are still some of the you know the best teams in the NFL, regardless of certain results. I would I would have Arizona up there to be fair, and and I tell you what, I would have the Patriots up there because they're rounding into form. And once you've got Bill Belichick getting a team into it, would not shock me if the Patriots made the Super Bowl this year. I'm just kind of numb to it at this point, but I can absolutely see that happening. Um,
1: it it wouldn't shock me, but i I think we we've had a couple of years, two or three years now, without the Patriots. Let's just go a couple. of Nice, has not it?
0: Yeah, it's been
1: yeah, it's been nice, and I think that's why we've had <laughs> exactly. some parity these last few years. Let's uh, let's just have another couple of years, and then they can come back. Um,
0: okay, okay. No. I but yeah.
1: Mind. So in terms of my my preseason, then was I had Tampa Bay, Kansas City, same as you. Then I I had Cleveland at three, Baltimore at four, and Green Bay at five, same as you. So I was kind of high on higher on Cleveland and Baltimore uh, versus Buffalo and the Rams. Yeah. I think, but um, Baltimore to me are the interesting one because they, like many others, have had um, a bad loss or two throughout the season. But they're one of the teams that scare me a little bit in terms of if if the Chiefs have to play, if Chiefs have to play the the Browns, I'm okay with that. Chiefs have to play the Patriots even at the minute, I'm okay with that. The the Baltimore Ravens scare me a little bit. And it's because I think they they seem like again they can win in a, very, a variety of different ways. Sometimes defensively they look really good. They you know Marlon Humphrey's been playing really well this year. I but I don't think they can win it on the ground for sure. Lamar can win it himself. He can also yeah. he can also throw a game every now and again. But um, you know, they've got various different ways they to me that they can win a game and that's kind of what scares me about them so i think i'm i'm probably a little bit higher on on baltimore than maybe some others um and but i i think potentially dallas um you know i think are up there outside of that horrific loss to denver you know they've looked really really good they obviously ran tampa bay close at the beginning of the season um and outside of that denver game um you know i've looked good since so I think they're 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 they they are there or thereabouts. Um, yeah. The Rams as well. Um, I wasn't high on them at the beginning of the season. I didn't trust um, Matt Stafford to be the answer, and I was kind of coming coming around to that. And then he's had a couple of bad games in a row now, so maybe is he is the real uh, Matthew Stafford um, coming to oh, the I front? I think. Of- um...
0: Poor little Bobby Trees is a big loss for them as well, isn't he? Who's that? Sorry. Bobby Trees. Robert Woods. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> god. Hey, it's not only a loss for them, it's a loss
0: for me. He's I know, I number did. two that... in fantasy, so That was loss. my first thought. Not not oh poor Robert Woods. I was like <laughs> <Max. laughs> Yeah. Snooker. Um I
1: know.
0: Yeah so um in terms no, of I, I agree with that uh yeah. i just don't like baltimore really uh, i'm a bit fed up of them i don't know why i've they've always kind of wound me up a little bit so i usually kind of ding them a bit but you're right they've they're rounding into form and they've got everything figured out Marquise brown is has had a great season as well the passing game has developed a lot more um, you know because they've been forced to um but equally, you know Devonta freeman's coming, in and actually, Given them a bit of a different option, mm. Latavius Murray before he got injured, um, they just seem to have had to plug players in, and uh, they're clearly very well coached. And I agree, you. Well, they would be too that me.
1: That's one of the keys, isn't it? I think yeah, they're well coached. The system works, and and they can yeah. kind of plug players into a degree, and um, and what have you. Yeah, I think Rashad Bateman as well is going to be a good player for them moving yes, forward. Yes, so definitely. Really good, another really good wide receiver that. Hopefully, once you know, once Lamar Jackson builds up a bit of a rapport there with him, then you'll see that open up Hollywood Brown a bit more, and again, it'll yeah make them a better team for sure. And um, what about the bottom end of things then? So I'll go first system. I had I had Detroit last, then Philadelphia, then Houston, then Las Vegas, and then Chicago. So I think. It was kind of obvious to see that Houston and Detroit were going to be down there, so probably not yeah. much to say there. I think both of us were higher at the beginning of the year, expectation-wise for the Jags. I think we probably both put them down there in the bottom five now. Absolutely, um, yeah. Um, Washington, big disappointment. The Giants as well, big disappointment. They'd be down there. The Jets obviously have not been good at all. Um, I thought they were starting to turn the corner, but then the last couple of games they've been... Yeah, um, which I yeah. don't understand why they're so bad defensively. Um, that's my biggest worry for them at the minute. Um,
0: Especially given what Robert Sala did in San exactly. Francisco as well.
1: Exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, I think... But, yeah, Philadelphia, I had them 31st ranked at the beginning of the season. Clearly, they're better than that, and it's because of what we talked about before. It's because you've seen that improvement in Hurts because defensively they've been poor. Yeah. Um, but he has played well... Um, and he's kept them in games and he's won them games. So um yeah.
0: Definitely. No, I okay. mean mine was fairly similar. Um I had the Giants down there to begin. I had the Giants at twenty-nine at the start of the season. Um yeah, I had Houston thirty two, Detroit thirty one, Philadelphia thirty. Um I two was slightly higher, Philadelphia, not much. Giants twenty nine <laughs> and the Falcons twenty eight. Um yeah, I think now you've got to have the Jags in there, Washington in there, Jets in there. Miami are on the the cusp of the bottom five for me as well. They've been uh, they've been poor. I know they beat Baltimore yeah. last time I'm out, but I just yeah. you don't know what you're getting with them either. And think Brian Flores might potentially be in a little bit of trouble, just knowing ownership there and everything. So mm. yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Um, the other thing we were going to talk about then is at the beginning of the season we made some kind of predictions looking forward at some of the um awards that they hand out so NEP, offensive defensive rookie etc etc um and um again thought it'd be interesting just to take a look at how wrong we were um here because this this is a different I mean, to be fair this is a difficult challenge you've got thousands of players to pick from and um you know, if we can't even get the teams in the right order, how on earth are we supposed to do with the players? But, um, you know, so MVP at the beginning of the season, I mean, you went for Josh Allen. Yeah. I went for Patrick Mahomes.
0: What Perfectly are reasonable. <laughs>
1: Perfectly reasonable assumptions at the beginning of the season. Um, thoughts on
0: MVP now? Honestly, I don't think there's a clear flood. Clear front runner. I looked at the betting the other day, and Josh Allen is heavily favoured. I don't. I have no idea why. No, um, I, I genuinely don't. Um, no. I, there definitely isn't a front runner. I mean, Dak maybe. Um, Dak's got to be up there. Uh, Tom Brady has got has got to be up there. Uh, Given the season, I know he threw for what two, three, one got called back on a. Uh, one, one of the interceptions got called back last week, um, but he, he's had an amazing season. Um, uh, there isn't a clear front-runner. Cooper Cup?
1: Yeah, no, it's... It's, okay. it's, it's, I it's going to be a quarterback. But... It, well, I was just about to say, historically, it's, we know it's a quarterback award, isn't yeah. it? So it will get given to a quarterback, I, I think, but I agree that right now, if I had to pick a front-runner, I would say it's Cooper Cup. I, I really would, because... He nobody would have said he was going to lead the league in 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 no. touchdowns at the beginning of the season. I don't think. Um, nobody outside maybe a, a Rams fan. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's looked really good. Um, and like you say, the quarterbacks they're all just a, a bit up and down. Um, mm. I tell you who's somebody though who I don't necessarily rate myself, and his team isn't doing particularly well, but. Statistically, he's played very, very well this year, um, and I'm not saying he's going to win MVP, but I think I just want to shout out shout out to him. He's Kirk Cousins. Um, he's he's. I think if you look at again, you know I'm big on PFF and 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 their kind of grades and stuff. He is through through ten weeks of the season. He is their highest graded quarterback from a passing point of view. Um. Which I would that's never guess. One. I would never no, have guessed no, in nice. many years if, if you'd have just asked me, you know, before I kind of checked that out. And um, you've got cousins at one, Kyler Murray at two, Brady at three, Dak Prescott four, Ryan Tannehill at five. Um, Brady, he's only thrown
0: three interceptions, has he? I think he's, he's not cousins, as many. Just two. Yeah, two. two. Eight, right,
1: okay. Eighteen touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, mm. So you know, yeah, he's graded really well from a from a passing point of view, and you know, but then you look at the Minnesota, and I don't know if you've watched a lot of Minnesota games, but I, I watch the games and think this offense is awful, not, and yeah,
0: not working. Yeah, he's
1: he's grading so well, and I think what it is is that they're not they're asking, they're what they're doing is they're saying just make that short pass there, just dump it off there, then make one big throw down there. You know, he's making a couple of good throws a game or whatever, um he's not being asked to do too much and he's kind of managing that and then they don't necessarily have the complementary football around him to then kind of win games but if you if you just maybe released him to to do a bit more you know if if he was if he was in an offense more like a chiefs offense or a, or a cowboys offense i think he could potentially um, you know be, be looking a lot better and, and kind of be in that conversation but um, yeah just somebody I thought it was interesting when I kind of looked at that and um, yeah he's, he's kind of I think he's he, he's up there in yards as well um, I think he's yeah he's ninth in terms of yards as well so he, you know he's up there in kind of all the stats playing really well yet his team's really not um, what about coach of the year um, initially, you were you were quite high on the Rams. You had Sean McVay as your kind of tip at the beginning. I couldn't have been further from from um, reality. I was heavily in on the Jets, thinking they were gonna they were gonna do well. And when you have a team that kind of looks poor in one season and even gets, you know, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Of middle of the pack, they, they they stand a good chance. That was my reasoning for picking Robert Salah But obviously, I'm I've been way off the mat there. They've been. They've been really poor. Um, but um, what are your sort of thoughts at this point?
0: Uh, probably, I think I'm probably leaning to Cliff Kingsbury, to be fair. Yeah. Um, based on just, you know, what we discussed earlier in the pod, uh, I think he stepped up. I think we all thought he was going to be on the hot seat. I won't go over what we said earlier, but yeah, I mean, eight and two, your record doesn't lie. They've looked really good. As we said, they've had the injuries. So it, it's him. Um I mean I was I was trying to think of others. Mike v- Mike Vrabel I think deserves a lot of credit. Um I know we've covered the Titans again in quite a bit of detail, but they're clearly very well coached, they've got that great record at the moment. Um they've lost Derek Henry, they've Julio Jones hasn't played for them, but you know, Marcus Johnston even came in last week and stepped up and played for them. Jeffrey Simmons I think has been fantastic for them on the D line. Um you know that they're, they're just a very well coached well drilled team um i think i skew towards cliff kingsbury because it's a bit more exciting offensively a bit a bit more um you know more exciting to watch i think more sustainable as we've discussed so probably for me cliff kingsbury at the moment
1: yeah i i um i think definitely variable because of, the, of his results and their record again I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know how his team is winning the games as i said before I think you know Julio I didn't like the, the trade at the time. Um, I think I said that on one of the podcasts potentially that I think you know for me Julio's on the on the downturn and didn't you know he's just been so injured and it's continued this year so you know he's essentially had one wide receiver um, and he's got no running back now. Um, his tight ends are particularly good, um, and offense. To be fair, on offense, they've not looked great in recent weeks, but they're still winning, and um, they still have all the tiebreakers, as we said. So definitely needs a shout. But also, I think for the turnaround um, in record, and also just the fact that I do think they will continue winning, I think Mike McCarthy's got a really good shout um, at the Cowboys. I think if you take um, America's team um, and um, you know, get them into the playoffs, win a couple of playoff games. I think you've got a massive shout. Um, so I think um he's he's up there for me at the moment.
0: The, uh, yeah, I mean absolutely they've been incre- you know, incredible this season. Defence has turned around defensively they look very good, um, you know, a couple of games aside, but every team's had that. I do I do think though that I would I agree with you, he definitely deserves a shout, but I could also see them firing him at the end of the season. I just think if if a team comes in for Kellen Moore and they want they want to keep Kellen Moore in the building. Uh, I can I can see the Jerry doing the Jerry thing go. We've got to the playoffs. If they're one and done in the playoffs and somebody comes in for Kellen Moore and they want to keep him, wow. I can I see him going. I'm what, really getting rid,
1: of, getting rid of him and promoting Kellen yeah, Moore
0: to Because that's just what they do. And and uh, that would be incredibly harsh. I mean, they've discussed mm-hmm. this in quite some depth on the around the NFL podcast as well. And
1: right.
0: I, I'm with them. I just I, I think McCarthy's done a great job, but I don't think that matters. I mean, Jerry yeah, it, it
1: wouldn't exactly be crazy behavior for Jerry Jones. It would be crazy. For anybody else? Yeah. 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 No, I, agree. I genuinely hadn't heard about that or I hadn't given that any thought, but um, yeah. Can you imagine he wins, he, he wins <laughs> um, coach of the year and then they sack him. Um, It'd be John so Dallas though. I would, I would. Very, yeah,
0: much yeah, enjoy exactly. It.
1: Um, and we won't necessarily go through all of um, the, these if, um, this time but there's one that i did want to call out because i think you you um you kind of nailed it for me and that's um <laughs> um defensive rookie of the year um the beginning of the year i i to be fair i, I don't think i i don't think i was wild um in my prediction i picked quitty pay the the edge player at indianapolis um but you picked Micah parsons and on the dallas theme um he's looked very good
0: he's looked incredible hasn't he um yeah definitely yeah. sticking with that one heavy favorite um he's played a linebacker he's played at defensive end when um demarcus lawrence got injured and he's he's an absolute machine
1: yeah i i, I was concerned about his kind of ca- of his character I so saw the games i saw yeah. i thought the talent was always there but but my concern with him was his character, you know, the thought he came across very immature. There were rumors of him being very immature and 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 that potentially being an issue. And I just thought yeah. um going to Dallas where I don't really see where the leaders are on that team necessarily, outside of Dak maybe and Zeke. Certainly defensively, I don't see where the leaders are. And I worried with the likes of Randy Gregory not, you know, being a bit kind of crazy and, and having all of his troubles that I worried that that wasn't going to work in Dallas. Um but the talent has shone through. I didn't think he particularly came up. for me he didn't come across great in in um oh god. Hard knocks. In hard knocks. Um some people liked him I didn't. Again I thought yeah. he was a little bit childish and he it didn't look great for me at that point. But um you can't deny the talent he's looked he's looked really good. Um he would be a fantastic addition to the Chiefs. Talking about the linebacker problems that we've got yeah. at the moment, you know, he'd be a he'd be a huge player for somebody like us. But yeah, no, he, he's looked really good, and I think he's he's up there in terms of the favorite for sure. Um, for 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 rookie rookie defensive player of the year. Um, how about rookie offensive player of the year? What do you think?
0: Um. Oh, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because it, it depends if you go rookie of the year, as in like rookie MVP and then rookie offensive player. So it is tricky, Roll it
1: run into one, because that's genuinely, yeah.
0: isn't it? It's offensive player wins the rookie of the year. So, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, it, it should be uh, Jamar Chase, really. Um, I think he's been incredible, obviously, in the pre seasons, all the stuff about all his drops and blah, 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 and all the memes about, you know, Penaisu or blocking people and then throwing to any old wide receiver. But, you know, nobody's laughing now. I know he's been a bit quieter sort of the past couple of weeks, but he's had a, he's had a great season. Um, he's got to be favourite. I think the other one I'd like to give some props to is just Najee Harris. Um, he's running behind a very poor offensive line. He's got a terrible quarterback um, and he's, he's right up there in yards. He's right up there in touchdowns.
1: So, yeah, that, that's an interesting one for me harris um i i have not been as high on him at all i know he's got a lot of yards
0: he's been fed the ball hasn't he so they've, yeah, they've just he, yeah, given him it. yeah, I know yeah
1: you, you look at his statistics from like a yeah of the yards per carry and that type of thing but i mean he, running backs are a product of their offensive line to a degree unless you call derrick henry so you know they you can't necessarily lay all that on him but um, and he is a good player, and I expect that he will be a good player moving forward. But I haven't been as impressed with him as as maybe some of the other rookie uh, running backs that were taken a lot lower than him. And again, it comes back to the whole the adage of shouldn't be taking running backs in round one, that kind of thing. And I think because of that, because of my thoughts on that, I'm maybe that's a bit of a that yeah. get over. You well, know, just like Ramondo Stevenson has looked really good. He has now, again, yeah he's playing on a team with a better offensive line, so maybe that thing. But even Javante Williams, I think, um, again, why he's still in a 50 50
0: split. It's crazy, week, isn't um, it? Crazy. With, well, I mean, um, you and I were both um, a lot higher on. Um, yeah, well, you and I both had Javante Williams as our top, top rusher, didn't we, pre season? Yeah, um, yeah. I just think, yeah, Harris probably does it. He's what I've just pulled up the stats. He does 176 attempts, 646 yards, 3.67 yards per carry, which isn't. Amazing. He's only got four rushing TDs. Um, receiving wise, he's had fifty-six targets, forty-four receptions, three hundred and seventeen yards, two TDs. So he's, um, yeah, he's having a good season, I think. But
1: yeah, no, again, on on your box score stats, he's he, he's definitely leading. But on
0: the tape, you're, um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: on the tape. And just when you look a bit closer into some of the numbers, I don't think he's had as good of a season as maybe people are trying to make out. But yeah. again, he, he's. He's in a crappy situation. And so because of that, I think you've got to give him some props, yeah. For sure. That, yeah, pretty much. Um yeah, Chase has looked good, hasn't he? Pre-season he was he was he was I was a little bit worried. Um I picked him in obviously in fantasy rookie draft um, first round. So I was getting a bit worried pre season, but he had a very good start um to the year. He's been immense. And then the last couple of weeks, I think it's not coincidence that Burrow's gone off the ball as well in the last couple of weeks and just offensively they've not looked as good. So I'm um, hoping he can kind of bounce back. And I think you've also got to give some props to to, to Mac Jones. Um, you know, yeah. every, the, people were all over the shop with him and there were thoughts that, you know, he, he's not a first-rounder too. He's the best um, quarterback outside of Lawrence. So there was just a big, massive spectrum on what people thought about him. And, um he has so far by far looked like the best quarterback played the best um doesn't seem to be kind of overawed by anything just kind of playing what's in front of him making the throws the big throws important throws when he needs to he's looked really good um so far he's I, I don't necessarily see how he improves that much in terms of his kind of skill set is what it is but um, with the greatest respect to somebody like Brady. He never offered anything in the running game or whatever, you know. I, I, I thought there was something there in terms of the way he played in comparison to Brady coming out, and I'm not surprised it's worked um, for them, and he's he's looked really good. So I think you've got to give um, a shout-out to, to Mac Jones
0: as well. Yeah, definitely, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Right then. Um is there anything else in particular you kind of want to touch on in terms of kind of recapping the season or anything like that? Or should we just kind of finish off with a bit of a whinge?
0: Yeah, I think I get a few things off our chest, should we?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm super happy, so I will just let you go. Um if
0: uh I mean uh, you know full well what's coming. <laughs> um Refereeing decisions, um, specifically taunting, uh, specifically Paul Cassius Marsh for the Bears um, when he got flagged for taunting after sacking. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, um, third down to bring the punting, you know, to bring the punting unit onto the field. Um, it just, it affected that game. The Bears could have won that game if it wasn't for that. I, I have no idea how you can even defend it as being an acceptable thing. We don't want that in the NFL throwing a flag to markedly change the outcome of a game, all because he'd been on the Steelers' practice squad, he'd finally got on a gig, it was his first sack in five years or whatever, and he had the temerity to stand and look at the opposite (laughs) sidelines. I mean, Jesus Christ, grow a pair of... I don't know if we can swear on this podcast, but honestly, (laughs) I I don't know how it's even defensible. Such a terrible, terrible call. The referee hip-checked him as well. It was, oh, it was awful. And, it, you know, he was in tears at the press conference almost. And I will hear nothing against it at all, because I don't know what we're trying to do. The NFL needs to get a grip. The competition committee needs to get a grip. They need to just send something out to the teams. They said it was going to be a point of focus this year, but that is taking it to the nth degree. It's designed the outcome of games, and it it's ridiculous. Mike Tomlin, after the game, tried to defend it as being part of the competition committee Mike, you're not telling me if TJ Watt had done the same thing, you'd have been huh. saying that, would you hell? Like just yeah. terrible, terrible call that's altering altering games and it needs to stop.
1: I that that particular case is is an extreme, is a very extreme example of what's been going on this season. And in general, I kind of agree with what you're saying. My my only thought on it is though that it's an it's it's been a point of emphasis for a reason and that is because there's a lot of it that goes on and it's not needed it's like in 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 english football where um where people are always giving the refs grief and there was a big emphasis a little you know a few years ago whatever that you know the respect campaign and all that because people were up in up in the referees faces and you know blah 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 i kind of think of it a little bit like that, in that you don't want young players seeing people haunting and all of this. And again, yeah, we can argue, or we can't really argue that that was talking about. No,
0: we can't argue. No, that's 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 the point. And that's the point
1: that I agree with on you. you. But (laughs) the whole... I don't think the refs have been doing as bad a job as people have made out. That call was bad. But, you know...
0: I think there's there's a difference for me in... I totally agree with you. There needs to be respect. There needs to be respect for the refs. So if somebody's in a and referee, so
1: and some competition, you, yeah. you can you can you know you can go and lay out your player, right, and have a really good sack, tackle, whatever, but yeah. don't be standing above him and you know flexing. That. And, and the yeah. thing is, there was a lot of that going on, and you're not telling me that the game benefits from that. It benefits from the big hit, yeah. And then go yeah. and celebrate with you with you with your own players. Don't be. There's no need to stand above him, you know. No, I you're, you're right. And all that you're kind right. of stuff. And I think that's what they're trying to get rid of. I just think there have been more more examples than you thought yes.
0: of
1: of them getting it of calling it too bad or you know cutting it, not letting it go as much. And and yeah, they have got that wrong. And it was a big example in a game that um potentially could have uh could have changed the outcome and yes definitely we don't want that to happen we don't want refs being you know making decisions that are going to change games so
0: yeah thank you um i'll, I'll show up
1: so maybe you did win that argument maybe i don't know um <laughs> so um right that kind of about wraps up the episode um so for those of you that, that listen and, and have been eagerly awaiting this episode, apologies for the break. We'll, we'll try and do another one before um, February or whatever. You know, we'll try and um, do <laughs> – no, we'll try and try and see if we can get back to some kind of form of regular um, um, of episodes. Um, what I did want to say is that I think what we're going to try and do for the next episode, we had a um, – a suggestion from from a friend of ours, Kutch. Um, shout out to Kutch for this suggestion. Um, so I think this is what we're going to concentrate on in the next episode, is he is interested in seeing um, kind of our take on what what the draft would potentially look like now. So the 2021 draft that just happened in April, how would that look differently based on what we know through the first 10, 11 games of the season? So I think what we're going to do next time is we're going to do... Um, essentially a rerun of that draft and we'll kind of take alternative picks and we'll kind of just chat about what we would do if we were if we were picking now as a GM of those teams. Would anything that we've seen so far um, kind of change our decision um, and change our decision? Would we pick anybody different or not? So I think it would be an interesting little exercise. So that's probably what we're going to do in the next podcast. So um, any, any sort of thoughts, comments, Rob, before we kind of... Um, Call it a day.
0: I mean, I mean, at this point, I think I, I prefer the pre-draft process to actually uh <laughs> actual football, and certainly in fantasy, it's far more interesting trading players and throwing picks around the place than the than the actual game <laughs> start. It's nothing but a disappointment. So, uh, yeah, very much looking forward to it. And a uh, shout out, coach, great suggestion.
1: Yeah, no, it's a good shout, isn't it? And it'll be uh, be an interesting thing to to just kind of go through that. And I think with it being kind of us doing alternate picks um you'll obviously have your opinions i'll maybe have mine and it will it'll be good to do that exercise so yeah looking forward to it so um yeah with that we will conclude this episode and we will um, see you again next time on the fourth and whinges podcast goodbye